Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Evening Thoughts, where we talk about subjects like faith, life, death, and the beyond. My name is Sam, and I am your host, and I just want to welcome all of you, wherever you're tuning in from. Thank you for joining me in my show. I have been out training with my Marines for the last week or so, hence why I've not been posting any new episodes. Apologies for that. Uh, But I am back with you, and I'm so glad to be talking about a topic that I really believe is important for all of us tonight. To begin, uh, let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever dropped a can of soda and opened it without thinking to let the contents inside settle? What was the result? Chances are that the carbonation within that soda caused the pressure to build up and explode outward as you pop the can open, which most likely caused a huge mess. So what is the solution? Well, the solution is to let the soda can sit for a bit and then slowly open the top, letting the pressure ease out. Did you know, though, that you and I are not so different than soda cans? Because just as the carbonation builds up within the soda can, stress, worries, and emotions can often build up with inside of us. And without letting the pressure out properly, we often blow up and explode at the wrong time and at the wrong people. It is strange, though, that those people tend to be the people that we love the most. As a chaplain, I have observed many people bottling their emotions up inside. They stuff it down, and what happens is that eventually, like the soda can, they explode. The pressure gets to be so powerful that it comes out all at the same time. You see, on the outside, you may put up a smile, or you may look stoic. But on the inside, there is a bomb waiting to explode. There's an explosion just waiting to happen. I know I can relate to this because as a chaplain, I have to put up that smile. But you know what? Sometimes I I, I have things inside that I'm not letting out properly. And I tend to bottle it up inside. Those are my struggles. I have also noticed that there are those who actually are very expressive and lead with their emotions. So rather than stuffing down their emotions, they let their emotions control them. They allow their emotion to control their language, their attitude, and their behavior. And the result is that they often say things that hurt others and damage relationships. Whichever spectrum that you may find yourself in tonight, the question is, how can we properly dispose of our emotions? Now, there are those of you who listen to music or go for, for a run or lift weights. Those are great things, but those things are not enough. And so for the true, true answer, we turn to the book of Psalms. The book of Psalm has been for me such a wonderful help because it is a book full of prayers from real people with real issues. So when you need to put words to how you're feeling, explore the book of Psalms. It will change your life because in it you will discover that God has allowed these prayers to be preserved to help give language 
for our own prayers. So for tonight, we turn to the book of Psalms, specifically chapter 22. This psalm was written by King David. Yes, this is the same David that stood against a mighty warrior named Goliath when no one else would. Young David chose to go down to fight this giant of a man and not only killed him with a sling, but cut off his head to show his enemies that Israel would not be bullied. Many years later, as an older man, David's son Absalom would attempt to overthrow David's kingdom. So in Psalm 22, David is on the run. He has people that want to kill him. And and, and so as I read this chapter, I just could not imagine what pressure, what emotions David had inside of him, knowing that his very own son was after his life. So it is an understatement to say that David felt pressured. My question is, what did he do with all of that emotion? Does he bottle it up inside? Does he explode at everyone and let his emotions lead him astray? The answer is a resounding no. What does he do? Well, he prays out his emotions, and that is Psalm 22. Let me just read you a small portion of this chapter. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? From the words of my groaning. Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our fathers trusted. They trusted and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They make mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Yet you are he who took me from the womb. You made me trust you at my mother's breast. On you was I cast from my birth. And from my mother's womb, you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there's none to help. This chapter has 31 verses, and I encourage you to read this for yourself. But do you hear the honesty and anguish in David's prayer? I mean, just look at verse 1. David says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Another way to say that is, why have you abandoned me? Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt as if God had abandoned you? I would guess that many of you have. By the way, does that sound familiar to you? Jesus, on the cross, quotes Psalm 22. Jesus says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? If Jesus quoted Psalm 22 on the cross, then this prayer is for you in your times of deep hurt, anger, and all kinds of emotions. Psalm 22 gives us license to come to God with honest prayers. Psalm 22 gives us permission to bring serious prayers to God. Why? Because our God is big enough, and He's strong enough to take it. He can handle all your minor and serious prayers. Look at verse 3 to 5 with me. 
yet you are wholly enthroned on the praises of Israel. In you our fathers trusted, they trusted, and you delivered them. To you they cried and were rescued. In you they trusted and were not put to shame. Does that sound familiar? It makes me think about Egypt, when God had delivered his people out from hundreds of years of oppression and slavery. So when you go to God with your emotions, be reminded of his faithfulness yesterday. Think upon the days when he delivered you from your troubles and hardships, and know that if he is faithful yesterday, if he delivered you from your trials and tribulations yesterday, then surely he is faithful today. If he's faithful yesterday, and if he's faithful today, will he not be faithful tomorrow? Would you remind yourself of that tonight? If this prayer was good enough for King David, and if this prayer was good enough for the very Son of God, surely this prayer is good enough for us when we feel overwhelmed with our emotions. What are you struggling and wrestling with this evening? Is it work stress? Is it family stress? Is it relationship challenges? Is it your children? Or maybe it's financial struggles. Whatever it is, take it to the Lord in prayer. Pray out your emotions. Look, if he sent Jesus to the cross to die for our sins, and if Jesus willingly gave up his life for us, don't you think that he is interested and that he cares about the daily chapters of our lives? Would you go to him tonight with all of your emotions? Don't bottle it up inside. Don't suppress it. Don't let your emotions control you. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Well, that is it for me tonight. I hope that this episode gave you encouragement. Would you join me in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for all those that are listening to this episode who may be going through difficult and hard and painful seasons in life. God, would you allow them to be reminded that they can take all their emotions to you, that you're big enough and strong enough to handle our authentic and genuine prayer. God, would you replace the fear, anger, bitterness, hurt with your joy and your peace and your hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you like to reach out to me about our topic for further discussion, please email me at eveningthoughts at hotmail.com. I hope that you have a great rest of your weekend and a good start to your week tomorrow. And as always, peace and blessings. Good night.